Hello, good afternoon, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast and video where we talk about digital marketing strategies and tactics to help grow your business. Today, we're going to jump into uh, a conversation and a discussion about why your digital marketing isn't converting. You know, I hear this from uh, a lot of prospects, a lot of um, people that come to us and, and, and say, you know, we've tried digital marketing in the past and it just didn't convert. We just didn't get the new business that we thought we were going to get when we started running our ads. And, you know, it's a really common, um, you know, experience. But why is it? Why is it that, that digital marketing doesn't convert at times? So I think, first of all, we have to understand and, and go back to, you know, kind of, you know, the, the, the marketing of the last three decades, um, well, specifically the marketing of the 80s and 90s and, and probably the early 2000s, you know, we were, as marketers, we were really lucky that the internet did not exist um, because we could send out mass faxes. We could do mass mailings. We could do, you know, a lot of mass marketing. And it worked because people just didn't have really enough information to provide the feedback loop that we want as humans when we are trying to make a decision tree. When we're going through the decision tree and we're trying to make a decision, the Internet has really allowed us to... Um, you know, kind of go through that that dis, that decision making process, right? And so, you know, now more than ever, there are more products out there. Um, there are more people who have tried and purchased and did or didn't like those those products, and we know about we know about those you know experiences from reviews, um, you know, and and we know about them from you know videos that have been uploaded and. You know how they how they liked those vi uh, those products or services. So we know more. We have more information available to us as consumers before we buy a product or service than we've ever had before. However, brands, you know, in an effort to streamline and in an effort to you know um, try to get you know the biggest bang for their buck have often been still operating in that 80s, 90s, early 2000, um, you know, sort of marketing mindset of, you know, if I put the ad out there, it should just convert. And I think that what happens, and, and we have observed this in our own campaigns that we've run for clients is, if you take out a very important piece of the puzzle in the, um, purchase journey, your digital marketing efforts are not going to convert. And that piece that's often pulled out of the middle is the consideration stage. So we all know that digital marketing is great when it comes to building awareness about a product or a service. We can run ads on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and LinkedIn and TikTok and Twitter and, you know, all Google AdWords and, and just everywhere. We can put ads out there that can help raise awareness of our brand. And that's great. 
Um, and we can have people click on those, you know, uh, whether they are a text-based ad or whether they're a video ad or a dynamic ad or, you know, uh, just a visual ad and, and they can go to a landing page. But often what, we, what we're missing is that, is that content that's so valuable and, and that's essential to, as humans, what we're going to go through when it's time to make a decision. So think about this for a minute. When was the last time you went to make a purchase and you got to some point and in the back of your mind, you thought to yourself, let me think about this for a minute or let me think about this overnight. What are you telling yourself? You don't have enough information to make the best informed decision. I mean, it really boils down to you, you, you've got probably one of three fears. Either you've got a fear of you don't want to buy the wrong item, right? It doesn't fit. It's not the right color. It doesn't meet your need. Or number two, the fear of overpaying. We want to make sure we get a good value. We, don't, we want to make sure we make a wise decision. We don't want to get a, a poor return on our investment. Or maybe number three is kind of a combination of both, which is just the fear of making a bad decision. And we don't have to because there's so much information that's available out there so that we can educate ourselves and we can feel confident when we make our decision that we've gone through and, and gone through the sort of research and discovery loop that's part of this consideration stage. So how do we do that? In, in 2020, think about it. What do we do first? We Google it, 100%, right? Um, you know, and, and then we read about it. And we read articles about, you know, the pros and cons or, you know, the um, comparisons of, you know, side-by-side -side comparisons of the products or services that we are considering. We're looking for articles on the internet who've already done the research for us, who've got the side-by-side -side comparisons, or, you know, maybe it's a uh, proximity. We're trying to find out, you know, where the nearest place is so I can go get it. You know, I may, um, I may come to a decision that, you know, in order for me to buy it, I'm going to have to travel a longer distance. So, you know, uh, uh, information about proximity of, of where this product or service is, where I can get it, you know, might be part of, of my, um, you know, search engine uh, exploration and research. Uh, next, we're going to YouTube it, right? We're going to get on YouTube. We're going to, um, you know, put in a search for it because we want to see how other people have used it, right? We want to make sure, and that will help us answer the question of, is it, does it fit? Is it the right color? You know, is it the right product altogether? You know, do I, do I just not understand how it works? Um, you know, so watching a, a, a YouTube video is very helpful in that consideration stage. Uh, number three is obviously reviews. I mean, with Amazon and Google reviews and Facebook reviews and all the different uh, Yelp reviews, all the different reviews where we can read other people's, you know, opinion about how they felt after they bought the purchase, it helps us make a decision. Now, again, I mean, there's a lot of debate, you know, are some of those reviews fake? Are they real? Nevertheless, we still read them and it's still part of our 
uh, part of the consideration stage uh, as we're trying to make this decision. Again, we're assuming that we've already gone through the awareness stage, right? Stage one, where we're like, okay, I know what the product is or the kind of product I want. Now I've got to go through this consideration stage and do my, you know, my research, my discovery, my in-depth analysis, because I don't want to make the wrong choice. I don't want to overpay, or I just don't want to make a bad decision as a whole and go through the hassle of having to return it and all of that because time is short and life is about convenience, right? So, and then number four is obviously price shop. If we have the ability to price shop, we are going to do a price shop comparison. Now, are there people out there who don't care, you know, and they're just going to buy it? And yeah, absolutely. But are, are there a large majority of people who are going to do a price comparison shop? And absolutely. Why do you think, you know, sites like, uh, you know, Retail Me Not and, you know, um, Coupon Monkey and all the different, you know, uh, coupon websites that are out there, you know, thrive with their ad platforms because people are looking for a, a way to save money on the products and services that they're purchasing. So if that's the behavior, if that's what we're going through, and, and that's what motivates us as we're going through this consideration stage, then as marketers and as brands, we have to in, we have to recognize that, and we have to make sure that we are. We should go through a, a, a reverse engineering or, or put yourself in the shoes of that person. I can't tell you how many times I have, you know, someone come to me and say, you know, I'm looking at my website and I, and I really don't like how it, you know, does this or that or what have you, you know, and my, my question is, well, have you been given feedback from, you know, your members or your customers that's telling you, you know, they're having trouble? Well, no, I just don't like how it looks. Well, your personal preference actually doesn't really matter. What actually matters is the people who are buying from you or who are trying to come to you to select you as their service provider or as your, your representative, their opinion matters, right? And so once we can get into the mindset and go through the process just like they have, then we can start to really think about crafting uh, you know, content and strategies that speak to those components that 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 step by step process of the consideration stage as part of our overall digital marketing strategy. So let's jump into these sort of five steps to fix your digital marketing conversion. I think number one often often overlooked because it's painstaking. Um, it does. It, it, it. This is probably the most difficult piece of content in a digital marketing, um, you know, campaign that we run up into is because most brands are great at selling their product. They're great at providing the service. They are not that great at writing it out and, and giving a written format or a written narrative um, as to a comparison or, you know, a pros and cons list, you know literally writing about what they do. And so, you know, being able to, to work with a, a creative writing agency or, or a creative writer that can create that written format, um, you know, in a long form, and I'm talking about, you know, somewhere between 16 and 1800 words in a blog post is a great way for you to provide that long form educational comparison 
um, you know, research-based information on your website through a blog. And again, when we went back to it, what did we say? The first thing that we did when we're trying to make our decision is we Google it, right? And so that is why creating a blog post with frequency based on relevant topics around the experience, the fear of making the right decision, go through and give examples of how it fits, how it meets the need, how it solves the problem, and go in depth into you know whatever granular detail you can provide uh, in that. Um, you know Google is going to see that you're an uh, authoritative um, you know uh, source for this type of, of content, and you're more likely to be found when people are trying to you know make their decision. Uh, number two would be video and or audio content. And here it's really about demonstrating, you know, through, you know, actual video content or just a, a discussion, uh, an in-depth discussion about um, the differences between, you know, product A and product B or, you know, again, all of the things that we go through, the pros and cons, the, you know, return on investment. Um, you know, the right fit, um, you know, all the things that we know are the fear of consumers before they make that decision. This is the kind of content that we want to have in video uh, and or in audio format. Right. Because what do we say right after I Google it? The next thing I'm going to do is go to YouTube and try to find a video to see if it actually fits. So why wouldn't you create that content knowing that is what your your you know, a, a, a potential buyer of, of your product or service, that's what they're going to do. But often it's, it's much easier to just throw an ad up there and hope they land on your website and click a button and pick up the phone and call. It's actually lazy, <laughs> you know, but if you want to be smart and if you want your digital marketing efforts to actually convert, you're going to have to think about and create this, this consideration content as part of your overall marketing strategy. And if you don't, your conversion rates are going to continue to be what they are. And if you're not happy with that, I hope you're listening to what I'm saying, because this is based on, you, you can Google this information. I'm not telling you anything that's not on the internet, right? I'm just giving you this example because I see it come up over and over every day because we're a digital marketing agency, right? All right. And so number three is reviews. Asking your clients for reviews and posting them on your website or, you know, creating a direct link for them to write a Google review or creating a direct link for a Yelp review or an Amazon review. Any place that they can go um, and provide that review is so important because, again, we know that that is part of the human decision tree. Once I find out that the brand exists and now I'm going to consider it. In my choice of options, I need to be able to do that that sort of research and discovery loop, and I'm going to do it on the internet, and I'm going to do it through blog posts, videos, reviews, and then number four would be price shopping. You know, um, I think a lot of brands, you know, try to uh, avoid this often, and you know, doing a side by side comparison against their competitors and what their price is, especially if their price is higher. But it doesn't necessarily mean that just because the price is higher, I'm not going to buy it, right? There may be some value, additional value within the product that I'm willing to pay additional for if I'm sure that it's the right fit, 
you know, that it's going to meet my needs. Um, yeah, I'm willing to pay a premium for that. I'd rather pay a premium, right, than, than go the cheaper route and be unsatisfied. Like it reminds me of those, the pop sockets, right? They're like these new pop sockets that are out. I love these things on my phone. They're really easy. Like there are these new ones that are like five bucks now. They're so cheap. But in order to get them to stay, you have to twist. It's annoying. I don't like it. Yeah, I get it. I saved $10, but the convenience is not there, right? So it's not the right fit for me. It's not how I need the product to, to work, right? So I just like the good old-fashioned pop it up, pop it down. I don't want to do twist and save $5. So that's just an example of, of don't be afraid to do the price comparison shopping or and, and provide that in a written format or in a video or in a podcast, Um you know, and then number five is email marketing. Obviously, if you if you know people come to your website, they don't make the purchase, prompt them with, hey, would you like more information when we have new offers that come out or when we have new product enhancements come out? Well, if I'm in that feedback loop, I'm going to say, yes, here's my email. You know, maybe I'll, you know, whatever, put it in a folder or ignore it or, you know, but if you're providing me value and insight and you are actually sending me useless information and not trying to spam me with, you know, sell, 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 then that information is going to be relevant to me. And it will be part of that overall consideration uh, stage that I'm going to go through. So these are the five things that if you reverse engineer or walk backwards, you know, through the Internet of, of what your prospect, whether they are a member of your organization or, you know, a consumer that wants to buy your product or, you know, a customer that you're looking to to subscribe to your service, whatever, whatever that transactional relationship looks like for you and your business. If you're not incorporating a, a very large chunk of consideration content in your digital marketing effort, you're absolutely going to be disappointed with your digital marketing conversion rates because we just don't we don't go from the awareness stage and skip right to conversion and buy it unless the deal is just sick like the stupid $5 pocket socket that I bought because the deal was super cheap and I went ahead and bought it but for the most part most brands don't you know advertise 70% off or 80% off or something ridiculous like that it's really about a, a value proposition, um, you know, and so you have to have that consideration, you know, stage. And so um, think about that. The next time you're sitting down with your digital marketing manager uh, or your marketing manager or you're working with your agency and you're asking the question, why aren't our ads converting? And I hope you listen to this, this, this episode and it helps you think about, okay, Let's put ourselves in the shoes. Let's let's deploy a little bit of empathy for a minute about the kinds of people and, and what are the steps that they're going through before they make the decision to become a client of ours, to become a customer of ours, to make that purchase decision. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. My name is Michael Wynn. I'm the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, the division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Tune in next time where we talk about digital marketing strategies and tactics to help grow your business. Have a great day.